Guys, we've got a real treat again. Jake had a planned absence. He was planned to be gone for this Sunday, but and we are treasured to have Amy V preaching down the house uh, this morning again. We've been getting to know her, and she's just a delight, a bubble of joy inside, and very rich with wisdom. So excited for her. I'm going to pray for her. Father, thank you for Amy. God, thank you for the word that's inside of her. God, we pray that you just release what she's got for us and give us ears to hear what you're saying. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Amy. Amen. Thank you, brother. Yes. All right. Man, I feel a little pressure now. He kind of set me up as cool, and I don't know that I'm that cool, but good news, Jesus in me is really cool. So we'll go with that. We'll, we'll lean into that. So, all right, we are going to be talking today about we are blessed to be blessings, right? Or we could say we're blessed by God in order to bless others. So really just going right on along with what we've already been talking about in worship. So we're going to be hanging out in Genesis. So this time Jake said, I got to choose what I wanted to talk about. I know, right? He didn't give me like the, you take this part I don't want. Yeah, that's what he always doing. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but anyways, I'm super excited. The Lord's really been speaking to me about this passage, and it's one of my favorite all-time passages. And I just think it's a timely word as we enter into the new year, right? Who loves New Year's? Let's take a poll. Who hates New Year's? Who's really great at New Year's resolutions? One, two. Okay, two, we got two, okay. Who is medium at New Year's resolutions? And who's self-aware and you stink at New Year's resolutions? Okay, yes, and gotta go ahead and I'm gonna go in the third category. So anyway, um, here's the good news. We're not gonna make a New Year's resolution, but we are gonna ask God to move and to work in us to make us a blessing because we're blessed. And the cool thing about that is it's actually we can get the Holy Spirit's help, I think a little bit more bonus. I mean, it's good to ask the Lord to help you lose weight, but I think he'd be much more apt to answer a prayer about help me be a blessing. Who agrees? So we'll worry about the gym later. Let's, let's worry about our hearts and let's worry about being a blessing today. Sound good? Yeah, because yeah, let's be honest, we're all going to eat not so great tonight. I mean, we're going to eat great, but not so great healthy-wise is what I was saying. Yeah. Okay, so Genesis, hanging out in Genesis 12. I think this will sound familiar to some of you. Anybody know a guy named Abraham? Yeah, yeah, he's a pretty big deal, like, you know, father of our faith kind of deal. Um, so this is where God first puts his call on Abraham. And at this point, actually, his name's still just Abram. You might be like, What? Yeah, he's just Abram. He hasn't become Abraham yet. He hasn't kind of graduated on to the next name. As we see in Scripture, that's kind of a deal sometimes. So we're going to jump in. I'm going to kind of read through, and then we're just going to go back and see what God has to say to us. Sound good? You with me? All right, let's do this. i got to put my I am old glasses on. All right, so I'm going to back up just a little bit. Verse 32 of chapter 11 um, it's talking about Abraham's dad, just so you know. He lived to be 205. Whew. Who votes? No thanks. I vote no thanks. Yeah. Um, but he passed away. And then it says, now the Lord said to Abram. Because sometimes when it says like now or therefore, we always need to scooch back up and see what happened before. So unfortunately, when I scooch back up, not, not awesome, his dad passed away. 
But it goes on to say, now the Lord said to Abram, go forth from your country, from your relatives. Some people are like, can I get that call? Um, from your father's house, some of you need to get that call. To the land which I will show you, and I, the Lord speaking, right, says will make you a great nation. And I, again, the Lord, will bless you, and I will make your name great, so that you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you, and the ones who curse you I will curse, and in all the families of the earth shall be blessed by you. That's pretty cool. And verse four, so Abram went forth as the Lord had spoken to him, and Lot went with him. So we'll, we'll touch on that a little later. So let's kind of scooch back here to the, to the beginning. So we find out right here at the beginning, it says, the Lord said to Abram. So we can pull two things from that little short phrase. And the first one is, God speaks. And then the second one was, I think, Abram actually listened. So here's the good news. God still speaks in 2023. And I'm pretty confident he's still going to speak in 2024. Anybody with me? Okay. Now, here's the key is God speaking. Because it says Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God doesn't change. He's consistent. He's still speaking. He spoke all throughout his word. And he's spoken ever since the closing of his word. He's still speaking today. I hope he spoke to you earlier during worship. I hope that he spoke to some of you up here during prayer time. I hope he spoke to some of you as you gave an offering. I hope he spoke to some of you as you interacted with other of God's people, right? But he's constantly speaking. He speaks through his word, speaks through you, and you, and you, right? And you. He speaks through all of us and speaks to us. But the key is, are we listening? Now, moms, how well do your children do at listening? I mean, if we were going to give them like a, a, if we're voting, like anybody say 10? Anybody say one? <laughs> You're feeling kind of nice. Five out of five. We'll give them five, halfway, maybe half. Okay. So here's my question to you. So God's our father. How good of a listener are you to God? You got a 10 in the 10 in the back. Woo. He hasn't lived long enough to have humility. It's okay. So would the rest of us older know, like, I don't know, not that cool. I want you just to take a second, and I want you to really answer that question, okay? I want you to go, how good of a listener am I to God? So just, this is between you and the Lord. Don't worry, I'm not going to make you volunteer that, okay? But how good of a listener have you been to God this past year? Give yourself a one out of 10, 10 being the best. Think through it. Don't answer quickly. You're going to give us all a three. <laughs> I hope he's not your teacher. <laughs> now, here's the good news. Tomorrow's a new year. So let's be better listeners in 2024. Who votes yes? Let's do it, right? Because this is the great thing about God, you guys, is it says in Lamentations, it says his mercies are new every morning. So let's cash in on that. Let's work on being a better listener to God in 2024. Are you with me? 
Okay. Now, here's the thing. Listening to God is a really big deal, and I think sometimes we forget that. Anybody know when Jesus is asked what are the two greatest commandments, what he answers? He says, I'll give you a hint. The first word is love, and then he says love, and then he says love, right? Those are the two greatest commandments. Love God, love others. Now, if you back up to the beginning of that verse, Jesus is quoting Deuteronomy 6, okay? He's quoting Deuteronomy 6. He says it in Mark 12, 29 through 31, if you want to look it up or you need to mark it to remind yourself to love God and love people. But he's quoting Deuteronomy 6. At the beginning of that verse, it says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Then it goes on to say, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, right? And then it says, Love others as yourself. But if we rewind to that very beginning, that first word in Hebrew is the word Shema. Can you guys say Shema? Look, you are like Hebrew scholars now. Great. Okay. In 2024, Hebrew scholars. We got this. Listeners and Hebrew scholars. So the word Shema just means to listen. However, it means to listen and then put into action. Right? Now, parents, don't you know, sometimes it's like you say to your kids, like, did you hear me? And what you really meant is, did you do what I said? Right? Isn't that what you really mean? Yeah. God says that same thing to us. He says, hey, can you hear the words coming out of my mouth? Because you're not doing them. Right? So we want to be people that hear the word of God, but to truly hear means that I do it. That I move forward in loving God and loving people. So I'm not just taking it in to take it in, but I'm taking it in so that I can move, so that I can have action on it, that I listen and that I obey. Now, Abram did a pretty good job of that, right? Because when we skip down to verse four, it said, after God told him all this, it said, Abram went. He did it. He did what God said. Now, did Abram do it perfectly? No, why? you don't want to know why? Because he's this thing called human. Any, anyone else in the room? Yes, me also. So he didn't do it perfect, so no pressure. You don't have to do it perfect. But he did try. He did try to walk in obedience to God. He put forth his full effort. And that's what God's asking of us is, can you put forth your full effort? Can you hear me? Can you listen? And then can you try to just walk this out with me? And can you trust that my way is best? Can you trust that the way I tell you to live is truly the best way to live? So we want to be people when God speaks that we listen. Now, when God speaks to Abram here, he says, go forth, right, from your country leave your relatives, leave your father's house, go to the land which I am showing you. Now, maybe some of you have a call on your life and and it, it involves going. I think it involves going for all of us. Now, some of us, it means like going in the sense of maybe like two steps towards your spouse. Maybe that's your going in 2024 because maybe you're really far away and you need to move back towards your family. Maybe for some of us, it means, man, I have not really been listening and serving God in the place that I work, and that's my mission field. And so I need to go forth into my job like it's my mission field, that it's the land God has shown me and has given me. Now, for some of you, God might say, hey, wherever you are, you need to get out of there. It's not good for you. 
we find out if we cross-reference and we look in Joshua 24, starting in verse 2, that part of what God was doing was calling Abram out of his father's household because they worshiped idols. They were ungodly. It was, it was not a good place to be for him. Maybe some of you are in a place that's it's not good for you, and God is calling you out of that place. Maybe you're in a job and that job that you're in is causing you to be ungodly. Maybe you're dating someone and they're causing you to be ungodly. And maybe you need to go forth. The key is, what is God saying to you? This is what he had to say to Abram. He called him to the land of Israel. But where is God calling you Where's your sphere of influence? Where's the place you're called to listen to God and then walk it out and be a blessing to those around you? Because here's the thing. Who votes that the world needs some more blessings all around? Yeah. And guess who God's calling to go forth and bless the world? You guys. The same way he called Abram. Do you think when Abram got this call, do you think he was a little nervous? Yeah, he's human. Do you think he was maybe a little scared? Maybe a little intimidated? Maybe some anxiety? But it said in verse 4, he did it anyway. Do you think Abram was glad that he obeyed God? Yeah, I think so too. And I think that you'd be glad if you did as well. I think it goes best for us when we live according to how God has designed us. Now, the cool thing is right here, it says that God just doesn't say go, good luck, see you later. But he says, hey, no, no, I'm gonna be involved the whole time. The, I think the greatest promise of God is that he says he's with us. I mean, we, we just had Christmas, right? God came, dwelt among us, and then now we have his Holy Spirit that dwells in us, Emmanuel, God with us. He's with us always, and not just with us, but he says, no, I'm going to be the one that's going to bless you. I'm going to be the one that makes this work for you. I'm going to be the one that makes you a blessing. You just have to align with me. And God's proven that he does this, right? If we were to go over to Joshua 24, which I was talking about a second ago, when it goes on to say, yeah, Abraham walked in obedience, and the whole rest of the chapter of Joshua 24 tells how God kept his promise to Abram, right? How he sent them to the land, how he gave them the land, how he provided for them, how even when they were kind of disobedient and they were in Egypt and then God brought them back and God blessed them and kept them. God will do that same thing for you. And here's the thing that I appreciate about scripture is it's not just a list of here's what to do and here's the rules, but it's a book of stories about people that God calls, equips, right? Puts his divine favor on, calls to go do something, and then we get to watch them. And sometimes they rock it. Sometimes, right? But then that helps me to go, sometimes I'm going to do great. And sometimes, but is God still using them? And so is he still going to use you? Yes. Right? 
Spend time in the word of God and read about these people so that you can be encouraged of God's grace is big enough for Abram, it's big enough for you. I guarantee Abram who lived in a house of idol worshipers had some sin issues, don't you think? That's all he'd ever known. But God used him. So don't sit there and think, well, I got some sin issues. Of course you do. It's again called human But the God we serve wants to continue to mold you, shape you, bring you freedom, bring you redemption, form you into who he called and designed you to be, and bless you so that you can bless other people, so that you can invite other people in to know God's love. I want to be a part of that in 2024, don't you? Let's go after that. So we see here... God blesses. Now, let's unpack that word bless, because I think, let me check, raise your hand if you're American. I would say probably Americans have the worst theology on blessing. Anybody tracking with me? Because we've defined blessing how the world around us defines blessing. So, blessing is defined by, I mean, are you driving a Ferrari? Because I'm not. So, are, are you? You are? Oh, he is blessed. I'm not. All right, but I think sometimes we start defining it that way because that's what the world says. You know, we're watching and we're looking at Patrick Mahomes' house and he has a football field and a golf course and a pool. I mean, I think he's blessed. Is he? Because blessed means God's divine favor. Blessed means that I'm in line with what God's calling me to do and I'm blessing other people. I don't know, Patrick. I don't know if Patrick loves Jesus. I just knew he was somebody we all knew. I I don't know. I hope Patrick knows Jesus. He says he prays. But I don't know. But here's who I'm talking to today. You. And I want you to know that God says that you're blessed. You're divinely favored. And that doesn't always look like what the world says it looks like. But what I know that does look like is that if you're a follower of Jesus... The Holy Spirit of God lives in you. You want the Holy Spirit of God? Or you want the fancy car? For being honest, sometimes the fancy car looks nice. But the Spirit of God that dwells in us, God's greatest gift to us, that covers our sin, that enables us to commune with God, to be in relationship with God, that enables us to have our ticket into heaven, that's blessed. It also says in scripture, if we were to fast forward to the New Testament in Corinthians, it says God has blessed every single one of you with a spiritual gift. Every single one of you. If you have the Holy Spirit, then you have a spiritual gift. So God's given you gifts to bless others. The question is, are we using them? Because he's given them, but are we using them? Now, how many of you guys gave gifts to somebody for Christmas? What if they never opened it? Who would be a little mad? And what if they opened it, but they never used it, and you spent a lot of money? I mean, you got them a really nice gift. You spent a lot of money, spent a lot of time, you wrapped it all great, never opened it, never used it. Who's frustrated? 
Who's sad? Yeah. So imagine the God of the universe has gifted us to bless others, but some of us aren't using it. And I think he's probably a little frustrated. I think mostly he's sad because he knows that you're missing out on what you were designed to do. We were designed and blessed to bless others. Let's be about that in 2024. Let's start our day asking, how can I be a blessing to someone else? How can I share God's love with someone? How can I use the gifts God's given me? And let's not think like, you don't have to think like grandiose. It can be something really small, right? It doesn't have to be big. How many of you guys are good at writing notes? Anybody good at writing notes? That can be the biggest blessing in somebody's life. I have a friend of mine, she writes the best cards and she will send me a card at just the right moment that I needed to hear a word from God. That's a blessing. If that's your gift, do it. People need that. How many of you have the gift of listening to others? Like you're just a good listener. Oh my gosh, we need that. Bless people being a listener. How many of you know the Bible really well? Okay, we need people to share scripture with others. Maybe you have a timely verse when you know the word of God that you can speak or encourage into someone's life. You can get on the Bible app, screenshot it, boop, send it out to people. Take seconds to bless others, all right? It could be something really small. I had the other day, I was subbing and right before Christmas break and this one girl, she was starving. She was not starving, but she was starving and she needed to go, you know, she wanted to go get a snack. She wanted to get out of class. Um, she wanted to go bother this other teacher. I mean, it was just like, be done, right? But I just felt a nudge of the Holy Spirit. And I said to her at the end of class, when she was supposed to be in the hallway, I said, hey, here's three bucks. Go to the snack machine. You would have thought I gave her a brand new car. She was like, what? Like, I get to go to the snack machine? And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, go. Uh, it cost me three bucks, and I made that girl's day. I, I don't think it should have made her a day, but it doesn't matter. It did, right? So hear me say it can be something small. Being a blessing that day cost me three bucks. I think we could all afford three bucks. Sending a text to cost you nothing. All of us have unlimited text at this point, right? Okay. Let's work on being a blessing. Have any of you guys ever heard that song? It's by Kane. It's I'm So Blessed. Love that song. If you haven't, you got Spotify, Apple Music, if you do music, whatever, just type in, I'm, I'm so blessed. It's so good. My little nieces sing that song, and it just is, gets in your head, right? And it gets in your head and reminds us, like, no, I am blessed, therefore I want to be a blessing, that that's the goal. Now, as we keep reading, it does talk about curses down there, didn't it? So let's, we're not going to avoid that. We're not going to avoid the hard part. So God says, hey, I'm going to bless you, and I'm going to bless those who bless you. Sounds good. And I'm going to curse the ones who curse you. So here's just the truth. There's going to be some cursing. Some of it might come from you. <laughs> some of it might come from others. But life is not rated G. Anybody know that? Yeah, and it's not rated E for easy either. Anybody know that? Okay, so God gives a head up like, no, there, there's gonna be some not so great things that come and there's gonna be not nice people. 
Anybody experience that in life? Yeah. Make sure we're not being the not-so-nice people, right? If that, the Holy Spirit's, you know, mingling with you right there. Maybe you should do some business. But here's the thing. It says that that's going to happen even when God's divine favor is on us. Now, anybody like the book of James? Anybody a James fan? Okay, I'm going to flip over to James. So if you have it, you can flip over there. So these are definitely those verses that you should probably underline, but then you're kind of bummed that you underline them because they're just kind of tough. But if you've ever underlined James 1, you should underline James 1. Starting in verse 3, it's 2, verse 2, sorry. It says, Consider it pure joy whenever you face trials. Who's sad I told you to underline that? He's like, because when we have to persevere, it's going to develop endurance in us. It's going to develop grit in us that helps us survive life. Now, if you fast forward in James, if you get over to chapter 5, it goes on and says, we consider blessed, that's kind of our word, right, those who have endured. And then guess who it gives as an example? It gives Job as an example. I don't know about you, but if you've been around church long enough to know the story of Job, I don't know that I consider Job blessed. Anybody with me? I kind of considered him cursed. God considered him blessed according to the word of God because he endured, it says in James 5. So I think we need to switch our lens of blessed to line up with the word of God. And blessed means that God has divinely favored us and has divinely enabled us to do what he has called us to do. And that's to bless others. That's to bring God's love and his grace and his provision to the people that he has put in our sphere of influence. That's what I want to be about in 2024. Anybody with me? Is I want to be a blessing just like Abram was. Now, again, if I rewind, Abram's life wasn't perfect, right? We just found out his dad had just passed away before God makes this big call in his life. And if you notice, back in verse 32 of Genesis 11, it says that his dad, Terah, died in a city named Haran. Haran was named after his brother, who we wound further in chapter 11 had also passed away. Also, if we rewind further, we find out in verse 30 of chapter 11 that his wife was barren. So think about, pause on that for just a second. So here's Abram, lost his brother, wife's barren, lost his dad. Rough time. Who votes that Abram could have said, hey God, just not up for it today? Hey God, I don't feel like you've really blessed me. I feel like my life's kind of hard. Hey, God, everything hasn't been going my way. In fact, it's really rough and it's hard. But that's not Abram's response. When God speaks, Abram listens and he walks it out in obedience and says, I will follow, I will go, I will do what you're asking me to do. Because God, I trust that you're doing something bigger than I can see or imagine and that you have a great plan, and I want to join you in that. Maywood, I hope that you will join God in what he has for you in 2024. I pray that wherever he has put you, that you will seek to be a blessing, 
that you will look for little ways that you can just be a blessing to whoever is in your sphere of influence because that's what we're called to do. God has blessed us to bless others. The last thing I want us to see is when Abram goes in verse 4, it says, Abram went forth as the Lord had spoken. And then it says, and Lot went with him. So I also want to ask us, who are we taking with us? Who are we taking with us on this journey as we strive to bless as we've been blessed? Who do you need to take with you? So I want you just to pause for a second, just you and God. If closing your eyes helps you to focus, close them. If not, keep them open. Give me a good stare down or a smile. What's one thing God is asking you to do today to be a blessing because you've been blessed? Get it in your head. Tell God that you need help with it. Ask him. And then decide in your heart that you're going to do your part today. That you're going to put some feet, some action to it. Let me pray over us. God, I thank you for each and every person here at Maywood. God, I thank you that you have a call on their life just like you had a call on Abram's life. God, I thank you that you've blessed them, that you've divinely favored this church and these people. And though that looks different than the world, God, help us to zoom in on, yes, we are blessed. And God, we want to bless others in your name. God, I pray that you show up hugely today as they strive to bless others. God, I pray you show them fruit from it today. And I pray you stir joy in their heart as they are a blessing to others. God, give us the strength by the power of your Holy Spirit in us to walk this out in 2024. And all God's people said? Amen. Amen. All right. Hey, I hope you have a great Sunday. Go Chiefs.